What's up, Brewskies? My name is Marco Dupa. With me, as always, is the great and powerful Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, boy. Tonight's beer is from the six. I always fucking fuck this point. <laughs> six point. Six brew. point. Six point brewing. Because there's the six. Six lick. Six. Sure. Six, yeah. Six, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. The six point brewing company, Barrel Age Four Bean Porter. We're so excited to have this one on because we saw this and it's exciting. Uh, six point is is kind of uh, coming back with a resurgence. Yeah. So that's exciting stuff. Uh, tonight's, or, or what's on tonight's show? What's Sora. on tap, Marco? So, ooh, I like that. Mm. I like that. Branding, baby. Uh-huh. Sora and Super Smash. hmm Do you listen to a playlist over and over and over again? Sometimes. Well, you shouldn't. Okay. And Squid Game. Do you even know what you really watched? All that and more on today's <laughs> podcast. This is the One Beer In Podcast. That kicks you in the throat. Uh huh. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ah. That's right, kids. This is the One Beer In podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew, and we see what that one brew takes us. This is episode three hundred and twenty-seven. And Obi, if you would please do us the honors and tell us a little bit more about what we're drinking tonight, I would love to. It is the Barrel Aged Four Beans from Six Point Brewery. The cold read, which this one does have, I'm very excited to say. They always do. Is as follows. Barrel-aged porter with cocoa husks, cocoa. Cocoa. coffee, and Madagascar vanilla added. Uh, deep in the rainforests of Madagascar lies one of the most coveted spices ever discovered. The decadent vanilla bean. Vanilla bean. In four beans. Register trademark. Uh, rich brew. From beans and barley, a special blend of liquid aged in rye whiskey and bourbon barrels, meets Madagascar vanilla to fuse Baltic myth and a treasured spice. Four beans has returned. And so is Six Point Brewing. And we're very excited uh, because if you don't do this, but if you have listened to <laughs> Please don't. earlier episodes, oh, no. you'll know that. When Six Point was really popping, I mean, we were we were all over that shit. Big fans, yeah. Mm-hmm. Big fans. So it's very exciting to see them come back. Uh, <clears throat> not to say that they haven't been making stuff. It's just they haven't been, like, really, I don't know. They fell off our radar, at least. Yeah. And not, not just our radar, because when we got this in at Red Light, uh, Steve and I, shout out to Steve, we were talking about the fact that, you know, we finally have something from Six Point at the brewery mm-hmm. and that we hadn't got anything from them in a while. In a while yeah. And that mm-hmm. they kind of I guess their hype train was a little derailed. <sighs> OK. For yeah. reasons I don't know and don't care to speculate on. <laughs> well, there was, you know, obviously we were around this. I mean, the show was started essentially in the, the modern craft beer boom 
Uh-huh. So I think maybe things kind of settled a little bit since then. But yeah, I'm glad they're still around. It's uh, you know they're they're one of the OGs for the show. So mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. so let's get into it, kids. First and foremost, stop the fucking presses because Super Smash Bros. <sighs> announced their newest character. Hold the phone. Hold the gosh darn phone. <laughs> you said the F word earlier. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, they don't care anymore. I think they, they really don't care anymore. I heard you're allowed to say the bad word for poop. Uh-huh. And the poopy word. And I, what's the other one? And the bad word for a female dog or, you know, if you want to be really disrespectful, a female, period. Interesting. Okay. We would never use that word that That's way. surprising, actually, that yeah. they would choose those two. So we're seven minutes in. You can I, say bitch and shit. Okay. <laughs> you can say bitch and shit. Uh-huh. You uh, don't have to. It's not required. Yeah. I mean, but what are you, little shit bitch? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is me, shit bitch. Shit bitch. Yeah. So, uh, Sora. Uh-huh. Man, oh man. The announcement came a couple of days ago yesterday? Doesn't matter. Yeah, a couple of days ago, let's say. Yeah. And he is the final character in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Mm-hmm. And the ultimate character, some might say. A lot of people were... Very, very excited about the fact that Nintendo was not only were they able to secure such a popular IP in their game, but also, I mean, pulling from the Disney Disney bag, you know, kind of, sort of, Ki- slightly, kind of. I mean, <laughs> I saw I saw a tweet. Maybe you like this tweet. Maybe that's the reason I saw it. It was uh, um, it was a picture of uh, Steamboat Willie. <laughs> with a shotgun, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was like Disney watching Nintendo not use any, uh, making sure they don't use any Disney yeah. IP. Yep, which I thought was really funny. I mean, totally accurate. Yeah, <laughs> the entire Disney. Uh, the only thing that they showed of Disney was the Mickey head on the key ring of yeah the keyblade, and even that they were probably like, Ugh. it's just a shape, guys. Don't May- don't worry about maybe it. Maybe they were like, what an oversight. What the fuck? And they're like <laughs> DefCon Five over at the Disney office is like, how could you let this happen? Ugh. I can't imagine. I, I I can't imagine the uh, like the tightrope it is to walk Disney IP. You know. I actually didn't know uh, they had any Tekken characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have Kazuya and Hihachi. I think is Hihachi in there. Adam has the uh, the pl- the full list of characters pulled up. Yeah, is this a, a tier list or is this just how I, when they've gotten to, into the game? I couldn't tell you. This is the official SmashBros.com website. Oh, so it wouldn't be a tier list because no. that would be a conflict of interest for them. Yeah, I, I, to like yeah. tell you which characters you need to be using. Yeah, they're not doing that. But it doesn't look like all of the characters are here, right? So eighty-two characters. I think that's all of them. That's all of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I, I lied about Hihachi, apparently. Yeah. Just Kazuya. 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 And Ryu and Ken. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is exciting uh, for, for the reasons I said before that. And just because of the fact that, like, you know, Sora's just... Sora's fucking awesome, man. And the fanboys are, are happy about it. But there are some fanboys who are not happy about it. There are always fanboys that aren't happy. I guess that's the point of fanboys, right? I guess. I mean, maybe not how God intended that. That's, that's kind of counterintuitive. <laughs> fanboys should enjoy things. Uh, uh, 
I, I've never met a fanboy who actually enjoyed anything, really. That's true. You know, for being like, for real, for real. Enjoy uh, gatekeeping. Yeah, they enjoy negativity. Yeah, they they're like that meme of the uh, the that blood. I thrive off negativity. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that's all that's all they want. Uh-huh. And and now we're gonna get downvoted to hell. Else, someone's gonna insert every time either of us have complained about anything. Yeah. Right now. Listen, I'm not saying that you can't complain about anything. I'm saying it sucks when all you do is complain. Yeah. And that's probably what my girl, ex-girlfriends say. <laughs> sucks when all you do is complain. <laughs> I feel like I feel like a character out of Seinfeld. I uh all I do is complain. Yeah. I get the feeling if you took a poll that I that probably be the same for me too. From our ex-girlfriends? Yeah. Yeah. That all we do is complain. There's a lot of whining, and that's why <laughs> we've uh, commoditized it and turned it into a show for you. That's right. It's the one complaint in podcast, yes. but you know it's not only one. So a lot of people are upset that it's Sora and not, you know, Crash Bandicoot or Doom Guy know, or any other character that's not, I guess, technically a blade wielder. Because that's okay. what people are kind of getting sick of is having a bunch. Because f- for what it's worth, there are a, a lot. Ton. Yeah. So I understand why people would be upset about that. But technically, it's a key. It's not a blade. It's a key blade. Okay. I mean, that makes it both, doesn't it? Yeah, but that makes it also half and half. Sure. Okay. So you can say it's 100% of both or it's 50%. It's 50% of blade. So it's not really a blade. It's a key. It's a giant key that he bashes people with. How can that be a blade? He doesn't cut anybody open with it. Could be sharp. I don't know. It's not sharp. You ever played the game? Long time ago. Yeah. Very long time uh-huh. ago. Yeah. All he does is bash people open with it. All right. It's it's more like a bat than it is anything else. It's blunt force trauma. Well, then why isn't it called a key bat? That's good. That's a good question. It should be a key bat. Mm-hmm. A key. A key. Uh. uh key mace. Key. <laughs> Key baton. Yeah. Key baton. Key baton. It's a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Key baton. Key baton. Yeah. So people are upset because they're always going to be upset. Sure. And it's like, what are you going to do? You know, I will say that they have kind of the characters that they put. The, the DLC characters were a little, a little, uh, they left a little to be desired. Let's, I mean. Speak for yourself. I got Joker. Okay. Fine. And, and Terry I'm, Bogart. Fine. Fine. Both of those characters, excellent. Let's just kind of go. Let's go through the DLC characters now that there's a full list. Sure. The first one being Piranha Plant. Mm-hmm. I say I I haven't checked the tier list in a while, so I don't know how good the character is actually doing in the game. But character wise, yeah, ten out of ten. Yeah, Piranha Plant's awesome to yeah. just have the Piranha Plant as a playable character and to start in that like goofy. The reverent of a space yep. was perfect. That's, I mean, I we might have said it on the show, or maybe we, it was a conversation that you and I had personally, but one of my favorite aspects of Super Smash Bros. is taking those silly things and, you know, making a serious fighting game sure. out of them. So, yeah. I mean, they're the masters of it. Now, it looks like Nickelodeon is <laughs> trying, kind of. I mean, I'm not mad at it. I will say we we'll, that's, a, that's a separate. Yes, we'll, we'll talk. We'll, get to, we'll into talk that. about that. Yeah. We'll get into that. Yeah, you got Piranha Plant. Then immediately you get Joker, which right. helps the Persona uh, weirdo uh, fr- uh, fans. 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 Sorry, fans. Fans. <laughs> fans. We're very sensitive. Fans. Apparently. Yeah. Um, 
I'm, I'm gonna full disclosure. I don't even know who Hero I is. I'm not familiar either. Who's Hero? Uh, we're pulling up Hero. Hero from is DLC character number seventy-two, or and he comes from Dragon Quest, the third character, the third DLC character. Dragon Quest yeah. Six in particular. So sure, I don't know why they. I, I don't know. We're not big. Uh, I mean, Dragon, Dragon Quest, Quest is a popular game, I guess. So well, sure, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure it was huge in Japan. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah. Take it or leave it. Anyway, another sword wielder, right? Immediately following that, you get Banjo and Kazooie. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. <laughs> right back to ten out, out of ten. ten. Yeah. Come on, man. Banjo es- and Kazooie. Especially considering the IP that they had to grab from. Uh, Xbox? Yeah, I would say that that may be. Mm, I don't know. What do you think is more diff? What would, do you think was more difficult for Nintendo to secure, Banjo and Kazooie, or Sora? Probably Sora. Yeah, because <clears throat> there's not much red tape. I would think you would have to have with Banjo and Kazooie because it's just it's a game property. That's it. Whereas with Sora, it's just it is sandwiched between Disney, all around it. And they had to carve away at right. all the Disney elements, right. except for the Keyblade. Right. Like I said, the Keyblade charm. Right. Can you imagine if Disney was just like, fuck it, do whatever you want. Can you imagine what his ultra move yeah. or his ultimate w- move was? I got to say, I, I was waiting and wishing for, you know, Goofy and Donald to pop up. Yeah. Because his alt move is a little lackluster. Yeah. Just kind of locks him in. And, eh, anyway. Right. Right. So you got Banjo and Kazooie. Then next, Terry from... I always forget the the three letters of the game he's from. Oh, it's Fatal Fury. The Fatal Fury? Mm-hmm. What's the... Oh, no, the uh, the company that makes Fatal Fury. Oh, uh, uh, well, now you've made me forget it. I know. I know what it is. I know. I know what it is. Yeah, well, uh, do you? SNK. SNK. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Terry, awesome. Yep. I'd say eight and a half. Sure. Uh, Blyleth. <laughs> it's Blyleth. Byleth, uh-huh, Byleth, yeah, and they're from. They are from Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh yeah, this is when we get into the Fire Emblem characters. Where oh just my like, god! Like, look, look at how many Fire Emblem characters there are. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. There's eight Fire Emblem characters. Nine, actually, if you consider Byleth uh, two characters. Byleth two characters, which I guess they are. N- not Strange. technically. Not technically. No? No, it's just a skin. Male or female, I'm pretty sure. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they are technically two characters. They're not two different characters. Two selectable characters. Sure. But they are two different skins. Yeah. Which I guess, okay, but they that don't, would make those two two different skins, Right, too. Steve and Alex are... Uh, sorry. We haven't got there yet. Sorry, but I'm just saying when you get down here, it's literally two characters that, that are counted as two characters. Ah, yes. Based on, like, you know, mm-hmm. how they play. Okay. Who's, anyway, who's Min Min? Min Min is from the um the that weird springy yarn boxing game. What the? Oh, the uh the 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 that game on Switch. The, yeah. The, okay. It's yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. early Switch games. Okay. Uh, okay. Cool. 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 Just click on it. We'll find. I, I know. I was trying to. I'm trying to get our brains working. Okay, you know. Okay. I don't, I don't. Why? Why? We're drinking beer. And we're having a good time. It's the one beer and podcast. Arms. Woo. Arms called arms that's right that's so funny we couldn't remember that right. it's just arms 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 yep then you get steve slash alex from minecraft which was also another interesting thing that they were 
Not again, not as much red tape. Oh, it's another Xbox grab, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which I think was uh, kind of fascinating that they were able to do that. That they even wanted to do that. Who was who was clamoring for Steve? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, uh, obviously that game's like one of the biggest of the generation. Yeah, but not for what Steve was able to do. Not for his abilities. Sure. Not even for Steve's. I would even venture to say that there's no real. I mean, I guess now because they've introduced like a narrative and like all these different like weird movies. Oh, there, there's like, a there's a full on like story mode within Minecraft, and then they have the Minecraft like game like story like narrative game outside of that too. Which I I just I don't know, man. I find that so strange. It's like when they did um when they did the Sackboy game. It's like that's not really what <laughs> this was about, right? The game's Sa- the game's good though. I mean, I'm sure it is yeah. because the people who make Little Big Planet are incredible. Yeah. So I'm sure it's a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to play it. It's really Sackboy would have been fun to yeah have in there. Sackboy yeah. would have been cool. Yep. Not any. No PlayStation well, I guess, specific well, characters. Sora's technically a place that's that's PlayStation exclusive. Uh, but it's not involved with Sony. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it might as well be square. Oh, I mean, you could say the same thing about. I mean, for a long time, Snake. But absolutely, you could. But that is but no then, longer the case. Yeah, but uh, and same thing with all the Final Fantasy VII characters too. Uh, again, Sephiroth and absolutely, you could Cloud. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are. Well, I, you, I don't, what you don't consider them? No, no, because you could. I'm, uh, they're not like first party developed games. No, of course not. But they're like Sony. They're PlayStation exclusives. But or I'm at least they were for. They don't have to consult. They're not beholden with, to yeah, Sony. They don't have to consult with Sony to get those characters, though. Right, okay. Yeah. Alright, sure, 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 sure. They're related, but, you know. Okay. Yeah, alright. Whatever, <laughs> motherfucker. After Steve and Alex, you get Sephiroth. Yeah. <laughs> which is like, that's again, 10 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. 10 big ones, right? Yep. yep. Uh, then after that, what we were referring to, the two characters that are technically two characters but they're int- they were introduced together i don't mm-hmm. know this is when i kind of after steve honestly is when i fell off because i didn't even know yeah. sephiroth was in the game same with me that's i think when the second dlc picks up the uh-huh. second dlc pack is i think it starts with min min and i'm like i don't care about arms mm. uh i don't care about steve yeah, i care I about sephiroth but I yeah, yeah put them away that's right oh you want me to holster these guns <laughs> <laughs> Conceal carry, please. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we get into seventy nine, seventy eight, which are Pyra and Mithra. I think it is. Not sure who they are. Kind of don't care at all. I think they're from uh, the Xenoblade game. There, I mean, I just can't envision a universe in which I would use them unless they're S tier. Yeah, they are Xenoblade. Yeah, unless Xenoblade they're technically S tier characters that I should learn how to use, which I, I may be putting my foot in my mouth right now. I just can't imagine using them ever in the game. Ever. I don't, like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I have zero interest because I, I know nothing about that franchise. Yeah. It doesn't pull me There's in. There's no charm. No. There's no, like, oh, this is fun. I get to use them and beat people. They're just anime characters. sci-fi girls. Yeah. I'm sorry if you're a big fan. I mean, I'm I'm sure the game itself's good, but I I don't know. Not into Just it. enough. I'm just, uh, just enough, okay? Enough. <laughs> with the fucking enough, you fucking perverts. Sorry. Who said anything about perverts? Sorry, it's just, it just always strikes me as like a little weird. Yeah, a little bit. 
a little bit. Annie Hooser. Kazuya. Kazuya. Number 81. Yeah. The bad dad of Tekken. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I thought it was interesting that they would use him and not uh, Kazuma. Yeah, or Hihachi. Hihachi has yeah. been in other adjacent fighting games. I think. Yeah, he has. Yeah. So it's funny that they wouldn't use them. That they would use Kazuya. Kazuya. Yeah, interesting. Great character. I'd go nine and a half because mm-hmm. I just find it really. No, I'm gonna go nine. I would say nine. Yeah, we've already got enough guys like him mm-hmm. where we're like, okay, do we need another guy like that? I mean, I always looked at. I always looked at some of the Tekken characters as like I always looked at Tekken as a pseudo parody of fighting games in the vein of like Dead or Alive where they have fun with the characters. Mm -hmm. They're also legitimate fighting games and they're great on their own. But you can be a bear. But you can be a bear. Or wood. Or uh, a professional wrestler who may be half leopard. (laughs) Yeah, I'm still not sure the King? jury's out if he's actually are you, are you, a leopard or are you, not. Are you talking about King? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I always thought that that was fun. Mm-hmm. But I also thought like some of their um, main characters were like parodies of like Street Fighter and yeah. uh, SNK characters where they were just kind of like fucking with people a little bit. Well, yeah, because fun with it. Tekken came out Ow. after the 2D fighters. Yeah. It was like one of the early 3D post virtual fighter games. Yeah. And we know that like. Um, I forgot what the character's name is, but he's he's definitely Bruce Lee. Yeah, and then there's another character that's like definitely Jackie Chan. Uh huh. And yeah, the drunken uh, fighter. Yeah, and they just kind of have fun with it, which is cool. I lo- that's that's obviously the charm of of tech. And then there's a fucking zombie, a, a fucking samurai zombie. Like, oh yeah, kind of, come on, mm-hmm. you know he like was my just, favorite. Yeah, he was great. He had a laser blade. Yeah, and you could use a move. Yoshimitsu, like, right? Would, yeah. And he would jump and then fucking spin mm-hmm. on the blade. And hop on the blade. You can get him to hop on the blade. Come on, man. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, all that being said, it's interesting that they would pick him because we already got Ryu and Ken and Terry. It's like, yeah. do we need Kazuya? You know? Probably not. But, I mean, for everyone complaining that there are too many blade-wielding characters, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I guess you're right. You got another right. fisticuffs guy. So and then and then obviously we get to Sora as mm-hmm. the last character. So what I pull from this is there is absolutely way more room for more goofy characters, and they spent too much time on these little anime weirdos. Yeah, we didn't need Hero, and we didn't need Men. I take that back. Men, Men. I can understand that because when the Switch came out, Arms was like a huge game because sure. it was like the only game. Yeah, one of the early ones uh sephiroth i understand byleth blythe blimeth mm-hmm. the blimeth prowler yeah I, I just don't understand that i don't understand pyra mithra um hero those three i just don't get i say keep men men i say keep the rest of them i say keep joker because i know that persona 5 is a big game yeah and I know that Joker's a pretty popular character, although, you know, I don't get it, but I, I you, get it. You never tried. Well, you, you know. You never tried to get it. Listen, we were talking about this game at work, and apparently um, it's a it's a game that I tried to um, push out of my memory, wherein you basically just flirt with your teachers and you have anime fights and stuff. As, what? Right? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> 
Right? Don't you hook up with people in the game? Can't uh, you? Can't you hook up with people in the game? There is. Uh, hold, me, hold on. There wait, is like wait, a dating wait, 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 aspect hold, of the hold, game. Hold, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> There is a dating sim element to the game. Okay. Yes, there okay. is. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. So it's not, you know, it's not weird of me to say that's like kind of, this is a little weird, right? Look, let me break it down for you, okay? Please. This is Persona 5 Corner. Please. Strap in. Persona 5 is thus far, I'm, I'm, I'm playing it still because it's a game that will last you. It'll last you a while. Persona 5 Royal, that's what It'll I'm playing. It'll do you, boy. It'll do you. It'll do you for. So... Here's the deal, bud. In Persona 5, it is a, a traditional Japanese RPG, right? You, you go into dungeons. You fight the things that pop up. Fortunately, in this game, it's not where you're just walking around and suddenly like a Pokemon pops out of nowhere just because you're walking around too much. Right. You see them. They bump into you. Or rather, and, unfortunately. And then you fight them. Okay. 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 So that's an element of it. Now there's there is a Pokemon element to it where you can collect these monsters that you fight. Okay, uh -huh. all of these monsters are connected to a specific type of persona. Okay, okay, you following? Yes, I am. Okay, so far, think of them as elements if you want to break it down. Okay, okay, so they're not pocket monsters. They're not they're elemental. They're monsters. not. They're not Pokemon. <laughs> they are Mon. They're not they're Pokemon. Mine, it, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, you have the power to control them as a persona wielder. Anyway, outside of that dungeon, you know, dark world, there's another world. A candy-coated topic. <laughs> in which you go to school and you hang out with your friends. And yes, you can go on dates if you so choose. But the main idea is you choose what activity you do. And that impacts how good you are in the dungeon world. Okay. Okay. So you can uh, you can be a nerd and study all all the time, and your knowledge goes up, and that makes you better at certain things. Okay. Or you can go on a date with someone who has the same element, we'll call it, as your persona, and that'll make your bond stronger okay. with that persona and make that persona stronger. Okay. Or you can play pool, and you'll be more precise because you're getting these skills. Okay. All right. So that's where that lays in. It's not just to date anime girls, okay? That's all I'm trying to say. Right, 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 right. It's all it's I'm trying to say. It's not just to date anime no. girls. But I'd like it... Uh, Your Honor, I would like, <laughs> for the record... Point of personal privilege. <laughs> you can date anime girls. You can. Right? You don't have to. Your Honor... The defendant has admitted <laughs> that you can date anime girls uh -huh. in this game. Yes. If you so choose. Sure. If your if you if that is your persuasion, uh -huh. if you will. Yeah. All right. I just wanna I want that <laughs> on the record, Your Honor. Is that not in the Constitution? <laughs> it's in the Constitution. Uh-huh. Respectfully, mm -hmm. I just want to make sure that everyone in the courtroom is aware uh -huh. that that is a possibility in this game. <laughs> it's a possibility. It's All right. a possibility. Yeah. Just you can make do that. Sure. You can do that. Okay. You don't have to. You can hang out with your friend. You can just be a best right. bud with someone. Do you someone. get to fuck Joker? 
you are Joker. What are you talking about? No, I, yeah, sure. But, you know. He, can you go fuck yourself is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Wait, he, he's a he's the playable character? Yes. What if you don't choose him? Do you get to fuck him later? You can't, you can't not choose him. He, he is who you are. Oh. And he, like, I thought there was multiple characters that you could pick. No. Joker's the main character Joker's the main of Persona character. 5. Yeah. yeah. Oh. All the Persona games have a main protagonist that you... Right, have. right. I understood that. Yeah. Color me ignorant. Well... Ignorant. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's a fantastic game, perfect game. Hey, I mean that's that's what they say. I would play it forever and ever. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you would. <sighs> you nerd. <laughs> you were you guys were talking about it at work though. Yes, because there is a there's a regular who comes in who's a huge persona guy, mm. and. Uh, my as man. As soon as he brought it up, my ears perked up, and I was like, "Man, I wish Adam was here. He'd, he'd, he'd be all over this." <laughs> yeah, because we were talking. We were just talking about some of the other, like Doom. Or no, I'm sorry, not Doom. Uh, Diablo two. They sure, just remastered just came, that. Yeah. Uh, and what else were we talking about? Steve, let me borrow Skyrim. Okay. So I mean, obviously, I'm I don't know a decade and a half late to that party. I never realized you missed Skyrim. Just wasn't uh, not that I never wanted to play it. It was just a game that, like, when it came out, I just was playing other shit, and then like it yeah. just fell under the radar, and then I never wanted to talk about it because I'd be embarrassed about the fact that I never played it. Well, and now I'm admitting it here today. Did you have an Xbox? I had a 360. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because it was it was like notoriously bad on PS3. So oh, okay, if you yeah. only had a PS3, yeah. No, I, I, uh, it, it, you know, it's funny. I did the thing that a lot of people did, which was uh, PS1, PS2, Xbox 360, PS4. Okay. There's a lot of people. I realized this when I talk to other people and when I see it online, a lot of people did this. Mm-hmm. Where, I mean, obviously there were some people, like I had a PS3 and an Xbox 360, but the PS3 was in the living room. It was kind of like the family console. Right. But I, with my own money, bought the Xbox 360. And all those were my, that was my profile. That was my console, right? <clears throat> right. And so apparently a lot of people did this where they did the PS2. And then for some reason, we were at, there was a bunch of us who were like, <laughs> and then yeah. jump to the Xbox, uh-huh. and then PS4 comes out. And we were like, "I'm not getting the whatever the fuck, whatever that shit is, the mm-hmm. series, whatever, or the one, or whatever you were trying to call it." I'm jumping back over to oh, PS4. Yeah, no, that, that's the. I think that was the popularity trail, basically. Yes, a yes. few weirdos had the uh, the uh, GameCube. Yeah, yeah. Who who fucking hung their hat on the GameCube? I understand having one. But to like die on the hill? Oh no! Yeah, I mean, look that cumbersome, it, uncomfortable. In, in retrospect, awesome console, great, great games on it, lots of exclusives. But at the time, I had one for about a month. Yeah, and then I said, "This sucks," <laughs> and I traded it in. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm not like I played Resident Evil Four, yeah. and I'm good. Yeah, like, that's it. That's all I got, and. I I don't think I even got Smash. I don't think I did. Well, I mean, obviously you missed the best in the series. Sure, Melee is, the, of course, you know yeah. the goat. I, mean, I obviously Melee's yeah. goaded. Played it, played it since, oh, but uh, yes, yeah. I I turned into an Xbox kid at that point. Yeah, got the OG Xbox, and then Halo changed my life. Right, and Halo took your virginity. Yeah, basically. Yeah, uh, but then I came crawling back for PS4. 
I mean, it had a PS3 too. As one does. But it, it took a while because PS3 was way too expensive when it first came out. Yeah. Not a lot of people remember that. No, they don't. No, they don't. They like to have this revisionist history that PlayStation has always been consumer friendly. Where, yeah, in fact, no. <laughs> PlayStation, or Sony rather, has never been consumer no. friendly. And, in fact, in fact, is still <laughs> not consumer friendly. <laughs> continues to not be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know why we all collectively are like, please treat us well. It's like we're, it's like returning to an abusive relationship. Yeah. Trigger warning. Uh, it sucks. Yeah. And you can't escape. And you feel trapped and beholden to this person for some reason. You don't know why. Are you turning into walking right now? Is this Christopher Walken? <laughs> feel You're beholden. beholden to this person. It's I don't know uh, why. It's terrible. Trigger warning. <laughs> Trigger warning. You, 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 can you, and then you, <laughs> you, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'll say this. Okay. Uh, things have been, things have kind of turned up a little bit at my job. So I've got a little bit of money okay. um, kind of stashed. Right. And I'm now back on the serious prowl to, to nab one before the holiday season, Good. which is probably going to be impossible, I know. You don't know that, though. Yeah. I, I feel like every other week there's a drop. Yes, I yes, you're right. And I feel like I've gotten a little lazy because I've been so uh, angry D- and disappointed and disheartened yeah. is the best word. Yeah. And now Understandable. Understandable. I have a little bit of money and I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go hard. Can, go hard. Uh, can I convince you to... <sighs> Get one with a disk drive. You can try. Cause what's it's what w- worth it? What can you what can you tell me? What can you say? Cause all right, let me Look. let me say okay. this before you. Right. Let me just tell you right. this thing, and okay. then you all can. All right. Yep. Yep. Last night I was playing Warzone. Okay. And the game froze on me. Yeah. And then I couldn't even turn the PlayStation off through any of the usual means. <laughs> right. So you had I had to, to literally unplug, unplug it. Then. Yeah. Those are fun times. Then I had to reset it, and then the PlayStation, Sony, knowing that this is a possibility, installed a failsafe mm-hmm. into the PlayStation, wherein you take a tiny uh, glasses screwdriver, mm-hmm. and you can twist the disc out when it gets stuck in ah. there. And I've had to do that multiple times. Okay. Makes me angry every time. Makes sure. me want to break the disc yep. and the PlayStation. Yeah. So that's my reality. <laughs> sure. Okay. And I would like to never do that ever again. Yeah. And I don't want to spend five hundred dollars mm-hmm. and then have to do that. Okay. Now it's your turn. Sure. <laughs> we need to stick to pass. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, as as hard as that experience was for you, and I apologize on behalf of all disc drives. <laughs> let me present. Uh, uh, a fact that you may have overlooked, okay? Please. I overlook all facts. Your PlayStation 4 is very old. That's true. Your PS5 would be brand new. Okay. So you wouldn't have to deal with this until, let's say, at least five to six years in the future. (laughs) So that's a problem, right? as they say, for another day (laughs) not something you have to worry about right now yeah first first thing secondly you can still download games okay the the disk drive does not mean only disk games so you can still download whatever you want to keep 
for safe and for safe for safeties and then just get the discs that are on sale okay okay thirdly and i think most importantly discs mean family because if you got a disc you can share it Ah, now we're getting you see uh uh-huh so that means my games are your games (laughs) and your games are my games Fourth and final is it's an investment, right? Okay, uh-huh. it's only a hundred dollars more, right? Yeah. yeah, than the discless. Yeah, and it 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 gets you technologically ready for when you get a 4K TV, because then you'll be able to watch all of the Nolan movies you want yeah, in <laughs> in eyeball shattering 4K. <laughs> Without having to worry about buffering and you know jittering and all this all this crap that you have to deal with hmm. without a stable connection, you see, yeah, and you'll have multiple people in your living quarters, and that's going to be a problem. That's all I'm saying. So I think the only logical thing, if you're going to go in on a new console, is to get one that has it all. Hmm. If you're saying to yourself, okay, but it only has a 500 gigabyte hard drive. Yeah. Well, my friend, they just added an update that lets you put in as big of a hard drive as you want. Oh, external? Internal. Really? There's already external hard drive support. Wow. So okay. you can you can buy yourself, you can save up for this too. Uh SSD, a one terabyte SSD, yeah. so you get games instantaneously and have all the room in the world, along with being able to share games with your friends. <laughs> I rest my case. <sighs> Compelling argument, Yana. <laughs> Compelling argument, indeed. Thank you. All right. That, that, yeah, yeah, okay. That gives me something to think about. Sure, Just, sure, sure. Just think on it. I just, I guess my only rebuttal to that is my frustration with physical discs. They're, 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 they're the space that they, they take up. Sure. They're boxes. They're and cumbersome. Sure. At the, and, and, and the, the biggest thing really is game companies, uh, hesitancy or residency to invest in physical games it feels like as an industry a lot of these developer or publishers rather are taking a step back to even caring about uh physical copies of their games right they they absolutely don't yeah they don't give a shit Mm -hmm. like plain and simple they just don't give a shit you could like get like a steel book or something but it doesn't really like doesn't really matter exactly who the last the last game to really give a shit or the, the last publisher to really give a shit rockstar oh yeah sure they're the last ones to actually give a fuck about but i i feel like there's always that level of if you get like the super ultra edition of anything it's gonna come with a lot of stuff too. no their standard edition at least oh. comes with like the map right 
comes yes. with the map and See, the book. The reason I didn't think about that is because it was like 10 years ago. Right. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yes. That's why. But yeah, yeah, no, no, that's that's true. Their their last one was it came with. But do you think that GTA six is going to come with the same paraphernalia? I, I think that I think. I hope that it does, because. GTA five. The things that they included in the literal physical copies of the disc mm. added to the experience. Yeah. The the actual map itself sure. was a thing that people were exploring. Which they've included from GTA 3. Right. So you've got all these Easter eggs. You've got these things where like you have to literally look. You have to actually look at a map mm -hmm. while you're playing the game. Now, I will say it's 2021. By the time GTA 6 comes out, it'll be 2025, 2026. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At that point, will be will we want to be playing a game and looking at a map at the same time? I but don't it, know. It's a cool poster too. It is also a cool yeah. poster. So that would be fun. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. You you make a compelling argument. It is only a hundred dollars more. God, if I get one disc stuck in that drive, <laughs> I'm coming to your house and I'm gonna slice your throat <laughs> with it. <laughs> like, I'm willing to take those odds. <laughs> I trust that Sony uh, manufacturing I mean, with you my better. life. You better. You literally are. Hasn't failed me yet. Ugh. All right. Well, we'll see what's even available because I'm talking all this hypothetical as if the fucking PlayStations are falling out of the sky yeah. and I still have to fight for one anyway. You just got to get lucky. Honestly, I would rather fight for one. I would rather physically. I would rather physically fight for one. Yeah. I truly. I'm being dead honest with you. Uh -huh. I truly would rather physically fight for one yeah. than deal with what we're dealing with right sure. now. If you yeah. told me that's yours, all you got to do is beat that guy up. I'd like, it's, all right, it's, I'll take the chance. It is less frustrating. I guarantee it. <laughs> Damn right. Because if you lose, you're like, yeah, he won. Yeah, yeah what can I say? he deserved it. Right. He beat my ass. <laughs> yes. He obviously wanted it more than I did. He's a better man than me. <laughs> Earned it. Earned it. Yeah. Earned it. Right. So, uh We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Because we still, like, like I we'll said. We'll revisit this when you actually get one. When okay. I, right, right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. All right. <clears throat> um, to all the kids who have a Nintendo Switch and you get to play the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, you have all the characters, you've been enjoying yourself this whole time, don't need any DLC, DLC characters to enjoy the game, but... You have them. It's just adding on to experience. If you want to leave a comment and tell us how Sora fights, what tier you would put him in immediately, that would be awesome. Yeah. Love to hear it. Also, who is your favorite Smash character? Ooh, who's your main? Who do you main? Who do you main? And then who's your who's your second? Mm. And then who's your who's your like random like, oh, I'm fucking around. Funsies. I know I can beat the shit out of this guy. Yeah. So I'm gonna play as Kirby or yeah. your troll character. Your troll character. Yeah. All right. Beforehand, we were talking about <coughs> we were talking about playlists, right? Yeah. Let's 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 knock this jammy out real quick. Okay. So I feel like we there's something to say about this, okay. and then we'll and then we'll get to Squid Games, and then we'll get the fuck out, okay. right? Okay. Uh, there there's this there's this like, well there's this this thing on Twitter where somebody people usually will go viral. With kind of just stating the obvious, right? Mm -hmm. Just saying things that people are like, oh, man, can you imagine, like, not breathing air? And everyone's like, yo, I couldn't imagine that. And it gets, like, 125,000 <laughs> likes. Yeah. 
quick aside please i was just talking to you about by the way we have a tiktok if you guys don't know if you're on tiktok uh check out at one beer in however we were uh, we were talking about it and um that is a an absolute cesspool of that exact thing yeah it's just like some teenager going like yeah you know i uh I really like grilled cheese. <laughs> and then it, it, it like gets 8 million likes. It's incredible. Yeah. And I can't help but think it's just like high school boys just going, I yeah. like that. I like that a lot. Well, you know what we need to do is let my niece run the page. I would love to. Honestly, I need some insight because <laughs> I'm going in blind. I'm trying my very best. As an old old man. Yeah. Uh, but it's a, it's a whole new world. It's a whole new world. I'm gonna sit down with her, and she's gonna she's gonna explain to me all the all the trends, all the oh no, I hope I don't fall, and then we just like smash beer on the ground <laughs> instead of like new outfits and stuff. Like we're gonna yeah. we're gonna get into the trend. Yeah, <laughs> two thirty somethings are just like Ugh. oh no, I hope I don't fall again. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. That's exciting. Can't yeah. wait to see that because yep. I see it enough on Twitter. So I can't wait to, oh, to log in and, You're gonna and rage. take a look at that. But one of the things, one of those meme kind of meme uh, look at me, I'm super relatable tweets that I saw. One of them was just like the idea of, you know, does anybody else just listen to the same playlist over and over, over again or listen to the same albums mm-hmm. over and over and over again? And I couldn't believe how many people were like, Totally, man. That's exactly. Yeah, that's that's my life. I'm just, you know, I pick some things that I like. <coughs> Excuse me. I apologize. <laughs> I Jesus could, Christ. It hit me in the throat and I couldn't. I wasn't ready. for You it. can't do that in 2021. I'm sorry. OK, right. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> Continue. Couldn't believe how many people immediately were like, yeah, that's totally my life. I do that all the time. Yeah, I. I am just I I get tired of I get tired of my Tuesday updated playlist from Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Apple Music, if you don't if you don't have it. Weirdo. I know. I feel I feel my hatred for Spotify as a company has prevented me from enjoying Spotify as a thing. Yeah. Because every time I go on there I'm like, man, if I was somebody who just wanted to put a thing together for others to enjoy or if uh if i just wanted to like discover new music spotify is the best for that sure we can have a one beer and playlist we we still can we 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 can do that i can do that you can do that you can't do that i can't do that i can add to it or i can send you my ideas and you can add to it i'll throw it in the garbage it's fine (laughs) okay okay yeah okay it's it's a little aggressive uh i uh if you if you have Apple Music, they have this thing where every Tuesday it updates based on your taste. And I will say for the record that it just kind of maybe I'm not listening to enough artists, but I kind of feel like I listen to a new album. Mm-hmm. I try to find a new album at least once a week, an yeah. album that I haven't listened to ever in my life. <laughs> right. And it just kind of has what it'll do is it'll be front loaded with uh, your old Droog. A bunch of Griselda artists, <clears throat> Action Bronson, yeah, 
uh, and then at the end, it'll start hitting me with like, okay, here's some Frank Ocean. Here's some Luther Vandross. Mm-hmm. Here's some, uh, oh, here's Title Fight. Oh, you, yeah, you, you started listening to you Title like Fight. You like that? You sick Yeah. Fuck. Here's here's <laughs> Girls, the band. Yeah, I didn't uh, even know you were fucking into them. Here's yeah. that. Oh, oh, here's some Parquet Courts. We know you liked them back a couple years ago. You still fucking listening to Parquet Courts? Uh-huh. Yeah, you are. Here you go. Yep. And that's towards the end. Uh, but for the, even, even that, in one week, I'm like, over it yeah yeah i mean i find the same thing with spotify Mm. i'm just i'm joking about the spotify uh uh you know superiority complex Mm -hmm. because it's it's kind of all the same you know it's just that more people are on spotify that's why i use it essentially yeah Yeah. uh peer pressure i say it's more user friendly as far as sharing with people for sure yeah definitely definitely I, i obviously wouldn't know comparatively of like the ui myself but but yeah, I like I, I come across the same thing as where like I hate when I have like let's say I'm working and I just want to put on a playlist to zone out to and focus. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll listen to like lo-fi beats using air quotes, mm-hmm. um, or you know, uh, a, a movie soundtrack or something. Yeah, which I know you make fun of. <laughs> um, I just don't know how you do it. It's gr- it's great music. It's great. It just music. makes me want to watch the movie. Or I'll listen to some classical or whatever. Ugh. Classical music is great. Uh, Classical music is great. Ugh. Anyway. All right. Yeah. God. No taste. Well. Anywho. My point is I will do that, but that's not what I want to listen to all the time. So if I get into like a mood to listen to that stuff, it's going to serve me that stuff later on when I'm like, I am in my car. I don't want to listen to cello right, right. now. You know? Yes. yes. It's like. I don't know how to communicate that to, you know, the algorithm to make it smarter, to Mm -hmm. be like, oh, you're, you know, it's Friday night and you're driving at eight o'clock. You're not going to want to listen to your lo-fi beats playlist. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure there's stuff like that involved in the the machinery of it all, but it hasn't really worked out for me. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of annoying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Everyone, the the this keyword of uh, algorithm or yeah. uh, algae rhythm, Al- Albert G. <laughs> G rhythm rhythm. It's really funny. <clears throat> My dad he watches Fox News. Sorry, sure. And today was on in the living room, and they had some lady on from Facebook because I don't know if you guys are aware, <laughs> <clears throat> but they had a. Uh, I don't know what you would call a data breach or they whatever the fuck they call it. may not have our best interest. Yeah, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, huh? Yeah. So there's that. So again, I don't know why you would even still have a Facebook, Instagram in the same boat. Um, I guess. I mean, we have we have fans and and there. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's my problem. Yeah. It's like that's probably my biggest fan base is uh instagram it's yeah. pretty bad somebody was somebody tweeted that like this is the reason why you need to have a domain name because you never know when this shit is going to happen and what happens then sure if we lose all the social media do you lose all your fans now yeah not me MarcoDupa.com. <laughs> right but working on that for the podcast we will have that that's yes yeah. we will have that up priority so Everyone's always talking about the algorithm, and they had this lady on from Instagram. And she was talking about 
she was talking about the algorithm or rather they were asking her about it mm-hmm. and they sounded so ignorant it sounded like they had no idea it sounded like they had seen that word or they heard that word in conversation which is what most of us have seen or heard yeah which is the algorithm and have no idea what that actually means mm-hmm. they just know that the algorithm controls your experience in the most layman of terms the algorithm controls your experience and so they were asking this lady okay so can you delete the finsta <laughs> exactly just this most they were just like so are you gonna uh, is facebook going to be transparent about how they decide what the algorithm does no and they were like and she was like i'm you know i'm like she's like i'm not an engineer so i can't give you the details of all that stuff but i can tell you that blah 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 so on and so forth basically the, it's fueled on blood and rage yeah yeah and and I would just like to say for the record, I believe the the whistleblower. I, I don't yeah. I don't believe a word out of this lady's mouth and I don't no. believe a word out of the cyborg's mouth, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh-huh. So um but my point being it's funny that we all are so um so reliant and so quick to blame the algorithm. Mm. And it's just such this really it's still really like this primitive idea and device yeah. that these social medias use. Well, and it's not our fault. It's their fault. Yeah. You know, I feel like they've kind of ruined our experience by trying to uh, make our experience better. I feel right. like they've ruined it. Yeah. And I think that that's the same thing for like we in two parts, you rely on the algorithm first from Spotify, for instance, to know that today's Friday, I'm getting off of work. Why the fuck would I want to listen to Yo-Yo Ma? (laughs) Right? Right. Right. And it does do that. To its credit, I'm not saying that it always serves me the wrong thing. It does sometimes say like, okay, here is a popular playlist most users like to listen to on Fridays. Yeah. And it'll be like a party playlist. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I mean, that's something at least. It's yeah. it's knowledgeable enough to be like, okay, it's Friday evening right. or it's, you know, Wednesday morning and it'll give me like coffee house tunes. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, like that's something I suppose, but it's not. All of your playlists on Friday just start with, this is how you do <laughs> yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, like it, it doesn't get quite specific enough for me to be like, wow, that's like, that is both introducing me to new things and also giving me the stuff I like right. when I like it. Right. Which is what I think the dream of the algorithm is. For sure. That's definitely the idea behind it. That yeah. it, it, it seems like that's what these engineers are trying to get it to do. Mm. And and what in my opinion, though, I think that that's impossible. I think human beings and their tastes are so varied and so weird and so unpredictable. Mm, some people. Some people, okay, sure. because the yeah. entire this entire topic was spawned off of people listening to the same stuff over and over and over. Yeah, again. you know what? You're absolutely right. So You're right. I think that algorithm, that kind of you know uh, rudimentary surface level algorithm, may work for most people, mm. but for people who really care and really are like kind of you know like searchers of new music it may not be quite enough. We have mm. to do a bit more manual labor to, you know, kind of poke and prod mm-hmm. into new stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe that's, maybe that, I mean, maybe that's 
the reason why the, the that it's set up the way that it is is like look most of the people that use this service are going to use it the way that we've already decided that they are using it so yeah. why the fuck would we update or change anything what to appease you fucking hipsters who want <laughs> right. to like listen to right. new fucking you know rush record like right. fuck you well and it, it's fine it's fine because i still use the platform clearly yeah um i meant lush not rush I was going to say a new Rush, Rush record. No, no new Rush record. I meant Lush. Interesting. I don't think there's a new Lush record either, but I think it's like weird enough that they're like, who's yeah. Lush? Obscure enough, yeah. Yeah. You didn't just make that up? I didn't make that up. Okay. Lush is a band. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, no, I I, I, um, I think that's exactly right because I still use it. The thing is like I have a, a certain level of frustration sometimes where I'm like, I've heard this song enough and they keep serving it to me. Yeah. And it's like, you're now making me hate it. It This has become the radio all over again. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, you're now just, you are now um, oversharing a more obscure song that I really liked to the point where I'm sick of it. Yeah. So I'll get, I'll get sometimes on mine on, on Apple music. Sometimes they'll be like, you want to listen to this West side gun album? And it's like, hey, man, I listened to that two days ago. <laughs> yeah. Why are you suggesting that to me? Yeah. I just listened to it. Mm -hmm. What's happening? And they're like, no, 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 no. How about you listen to it now, though? Try it's, it again. Yeah. Maybe. 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 Uh, listen to it again. Uh, again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a flawed system. <laughs> it is. And all the way that it learns and gets better is by the information that we feed to it. And then you get to. You get back to people being uh, resident to feed that information mm -hmm. to the program because everybody's afraid of the algorithm because they don't understand it. Right. And so well, here we are. The algorithm is is a lot the algae like rhythm. the algae, the, the Albert G rhythm is very, very similar to how a lot of people think of like SEO, search engine optimization. It's like uh -huh. it's it's Internet magic because you don't know exactly how it works you have some good guesses but it's like you kind of do your best and see what the internet gods have in store for you i would argue though that only people who are in the industry or in an industry rather or people like yourself and myself mm -hmm. even give a shit what seo is and what it means most people just chalk that up to the algorithm sure because that's the keyword that they've heard and that's all they care about. Yeah, yeah. Well, so it's, it, it is a it is a uh, an element of like the algorithm. I guess you can consider it, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. At the end of the day, uh, it just this is this is where we're going, you know. Sure. And and uh, uh, these streaming giants. I guess the only thing that I can say is it's nice that. They have pretty much every fucking album in existence. Sure, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't... I, I'm not saying this stuff to say that I don't absolutely appreciate Spotify. Fuck Spotify, but sure. I don't appreciate the music, the plethora of music that Spotify puts in my lap every day, you yeah, know? right. I don't appreciate Spotify for what it does to artists, but I appreciate how much it, it can expose me to. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, do I mind looking a little bit harder for new music? 
a little bit, but not really because that's part of the fun to me still. Yeah. But I, I guarantee somebody who's maybe 10 years younger than us, that barrier to entry is going to be enough to turn them off where they stop looking. Yeah. So I think ultimately the algorithm is, is going to continue to work for people younger and younger and younger yeah. to expose them to more and more and more, which is ultimately a good thing. Not really going to expose them though, right? All they're going to do is show them the thing that ev- that they're showing everybody else because they've already learned that everybody else is listening to the thing. Hopefully it's good enough that it can it can decipher, okay, you like Biggie, so I'm going to throw in an Isley Brothers song that samples that is sampled from this Biggie track. Yeah. And expose you then to, you know, like more more 70s soul. And then, you know, for if if you like that song, okay, I'm going to open up the umbrella to all these other things too and yeah. all these other influences. And then, you know, you have you got you got yourself a stew there, you know? You got a lot of confidence in that stew. I don't. I'm being optimistic though. Yeah. <laughs> Optimism. <laughs> trying. I'm trying. Mhm. Yeah. All right, well. <clears throat> trying harder than the algorithm. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. That's for damn sure. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Uh-huh. All right. You want to talk about Squid Games or should we get out of here? Um, right an hour. Well, you, you brought it up, I, so I feel like we have to. You know, I we can't leave the up. people hanging. Okay, on the sure. Squid Games. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. So, <clears throat> excuse me. The Korean smash hit, <laughs> Squid Games. Nope. Squid Games. Nope. Squid's Games. Squid Game. Yes. Squid Game. Nailed it. Has taken the world by storm. Mm -hmm. It is a massive success. Yes. For Netflix. It is a massive success for the writer who apparently his story has gone viral because he shopped this. For like 10 years. And was turned down by every studio in existence. And finally got this thing off the ground. And now it's a smash hit. Mm -hmm. Which is. Somebody said. You know, this is supposed to be a story of like resilience. <laughs> Another and tweet I liked. <laughs> like, yeah, so that's probably <laughs> you. Uh, but in actuality, it just kind of shows you like the soul crushing, like the 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 it, it, the entertainment industry is just this disgusting like mill that just yeah. pumps out the same shit uh-huh. over and over and over again. Yeah, it grinds grinds creative down. Yeah, then. and this guy shopped this what is apparently a brilliant story. Yeah, or at least. Entertaining enough I, to take the world by storm. I brought it up as my cheers. You of the week. cheers it. That's right. Uh, I was able to finish it, and it's awesome. It's incredible. Um, I won't spoil anything. Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> this guy shopped it for ten years before somebody was like, "Sure, we'll make a show out of that." Mm-hmm. So, and you know, I just, I just, I'm gonna say it. Okay. This is that that meme of that kid turning around. I'm gonna say it. Uh huh. I'm going to say it. Uh-huh. Part of the reason that it got picked up was because it's a Korean show. Okay. I'm saying that not to say that he's got some kind of Korean bias or like. Who has know, a Korean bias? Or, or I, I, I say <laughs> Netflix. Is Netflix a he? <laughs> yeah, you know Netflix is uh-huh. a he. You think Netflix is a woman? Da-dong. <laughs> Fuck no. Uh-huh. What I'm saying is these companies are now jumping on this this boat of. Um, making Asian-driven content. 
All these companies are starting to do that. Okay. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Sure. What I'm saying is... The door is now open, though, Yes. to more Asian creatives. Right. And that's great. Yeah. That's great. And I, sure. and, I, and I love to see it. What I'm saying is, like, they're, they're, they're jumping on this... What I'm, what I'm trying to get across is, do not give any credit to these fucking entities and these corporations. Oh, to Netflix. Yeah, no, To Netflix. No, Don't give any no, no, fucking no. credit to Netflix. All they did was jump on the train. That's it. Sure. Give all the credit to the creative people who make these things. To the... Parasite. To the, huh? Yeah. Parasite. Yeah. Stuff like that uh -huh. where it's like, those things are getting their just due when they should have got it 10, 15, 20 years sure. ago. They're getting them now. Korean cinema has been incredible for decades. Exactly. And now they're getting their just due because it's in vogue sure. to make this kind of content. It's it's safe and profitable. Yes. Before, it was risky, and they were like, no fucking way. Americans don't want to read. Right. Yeah. Now we're at a point where, hmm, timely, now <laughs> we're at a point where it's okay, it's fun, people are into it, sure. and now these companies are like, sure, I'll make. We'll, They're we'll, interested. We'll in give it, a yeah. we'll give a couple million dollars to a to a Korean movie. So, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. In fact, I'm saying the opposite. It's a great thing. But don't give any credit to these fucking companies that are only hopping on the trends because it's safe. Yeah, because mm -hmm. yeah. they didn't take the risks when they could have. Yeah, no, I agree. They're making it. This they're movie, making a safe decision. The show could have been made ten years ago. Yes. I mean, apparently he had the idea ten years ago. Right. So we could be watching Squid Game too. Right. Uh, so Squid Game comes out. It's a smash hit. Everybody watches it, but apparently, we're actually not watching it in the way that we should be watching it. Mm -hmm. Right. Not understanding the story in the way that we should. And apparently, we're missing large portions. Of character development, mm. uh, ideas, story development, yeah, because of the way that these shows get translated. So, this person who has since gone viral was like, "On Man, TikTok, it's yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, fucking TikTok." Yep. This person, they were like, "I just want you guys to know, I'm I'm half Korean, but I speak it fluently enough to understand it when it's spoken, and." From what I've seen, there are large portions of the show that are either being mistranslated or not translated at all. Mm -hmm. And as Americans who are reading the subtitles, we're not getting the story as it's being presented from the uh, writers. Right. And then she goes on to post examples of what she's talking about. And they're like these little things where a character will say a certain thing and you look at the translation or the subtitles, rather, and it they just kind of cut out some stuff. And what these translators seem to be missing is the cultural importance of what these characters are saying right. and how they're saying the thing. And not just what they're saying, but how they're saying it. Yeah, the, the context is, is missing. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I feel like a lot of that has to do with just, obviously, you know, we can only speak for us as Americans. Us not having that... Um, the cultural context to uh, kind of put the dots together. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot of it is with, from what I've seen, at least within the translation that dumbs it down to a level that, I mean, I feel like they, they, they kind of played us dirty in a way, mm -hmm. you know, they just assumed that we couldn't get a context or, 
research a little bit into why why is this theme so prevalent? Yeah, or just too lazy to read into what is being said. Not just literally read it, but read into mm-hmm. the the themes that are being presented to yeah. us. Yeah, and it, apparently the, the one character in particular has done the worst. We can't talk about it without getting into details of the the show, so yeah. we won't do that. But yeah, I know I I think that there is a uh, it's really undervalued the the quality of translation. Yeah, in any media, mm-hmm. from anime to video games to anything anything that has uh, cultural um, importance that. I mean, even look back at like, I think it was in like Pokemon where they were calling the, the, what was it? The, the rice cakes, they were calling them donuts. Yes. And And I always thought they were donuts for the longest time. I'm like, I guess in Japan, donuts look like that. Yeah. I just thought they were super sweet. If they could have just said these are whatever it is in Japanese. Yeah. And I could look that up at some point, you know? Yeah. Or whatever that is, or not even that, just say like oh rice cakes yeah. so, like translate it into something that is more digestible and we'll understand yeah like give us a shot at for least. years i thought that those things were just i thought the black thing was like how you held it and the white <laughs> thing was like basically a, like a like a uh, um like a powdered donut yeah 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 and i was like rice is that what it is right it seems like it looks like rice it but they're like calling rice. them donuts so right they're not they can't be they gotta be sweet right? right and i feel like in this day and age like we have to start allowing our uh, consumers of content a bit more respect than that, you know? Yeah. Even if they get lost in the process, it's worth it to expand their knowledge about whatever culture you're trying to represent. Yeah. So try. I, I think this is a, a perfect, uh, like, case for doing that yeah. moving forward. I think, uh, again, it's another thing of now that it's safe and fun and digestible for American media that the translations will get better. But I mm. think that we've been slow to catch up on those things because these companies are like Americans do not give a shit about the context in which these things are being said. All they care about is being able to make sense of what they're watching so that they can fly through it and that they, they can talk about it in, excuse me, in a week or so right. or in a couple days so that I can, I can run through squid game in two or three days and then when I get to work on Monday, mm-hmm. we can all talk about, man, did you see that fucking show? Right. And Netflix, I think, is assuming a lot about their consumer base in that they don't care about shit like that. And I think a lot of people would 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 disagree. Like they want the context. They want to understand the show. They want to understand the characters. They want to understand cultures outside of their own. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to do so. When you've got a fucking entity like Netflix going, don't worry about no, that. It's fine. They won't get it anyway. Yeah, I don't need to understand that. Listen. Yeah. It's fine. All you need to know is they said this, that, and the other thing, and the show can move on, right? Now let's get let's get to episode five. Yeah. That's all they care about. Well, and it's I'm sure it's a cost cutting thing too, because it it was subtitled apparently in thirty one languages, and then dubbed in thirteen. So, like well, apparently. According to this person, the subtitle industry is one in which the subtitler gets zero respect. Of course. And they're just throwing a bunch of content to 
translate mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And so part of the problem is not just that Netflix doesn't give a shit, but that it's like it's hard for the person who's translating this. Mm-hmm. It's like, am I going to am I going to give this person the full context of what's being said or am I going to give them these spark notes so that I can get this off my table yeah. and move on to the next or, thing? Or, you know, maybe they don't even have that context. Maybe that's a context that's only unveiled later on in the series and you're like, oh, it was meant like this ah, as opposed right. to like that. Right, and how are they supposed to know? They didn't write it. Right, and, and that's the thing is like in the in a perfect world, the creator and the writer would be sitting down with the translator and right. go and approve. Okay, yes, that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Or no, that's not what I meant. Right, but you know, when you're dealing with something as big as Netflix, they don't have the time to worry about such things. I guess the time, or really the desire. It seems like, yeah, like I mean, again, I don't want to give these companies any fucking leeway or give sure. them any rope. It just seems like they don't have the desire to do to do right by these shows. Yeah, to do right by these creators. Well, you know, hopefully this person, uh, TikToker, I guess is the TikToker. Let's see. What's her name? What's her name? TikToker. <laughs> We're not hosting an intergalactic kicker. TikToker. TikToker. Uh, Mayor. Mayor. Sure. Last name Mayor. Um, hopefully, uh, this starts a conversation at least so that Netflix knows that there is pushback to oversimplifying um, their international content. Well, I think it already has because there was that article that came out about i mean it wasn't from netflix but it was an art i can't remember what news source but it was like if you want the better translation you have to you have to go into your settings and pick like the better one right mm-hmm. and nobody would know to do that they would just right. put on closed captioning sure but you have to go in and actually pick like i don't know english and not like english closed captioning right or something right, right, like right. that yeah and uh, her, her full you, name is young me mayor yeah. yeah shout out to young me mayor mm-hmm but yeah, I mean, this caused enough of a conversation to where a, a big news uh, 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 a news media outlet had to, uh, didn't have to, I guess, but did talk about how, yeah, the translation is not great if you don't pick the right one. Right. This is the lazy one. This is the more accurate one. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really want to understand the show, you might want to pick this one. Yeah. And that's wild. Because how many shows are on Netflix? How many shows... And and movies are on Netflix right now that people have watched and gone. I got it. Yeah. How much are we not getting? Yeah. So, very interesting. This is what it takes, though, is somebody to go. That's fucked up. That's not right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it always takes. Well, good for young me. All right. Mm-hmm. You thirsty? Ah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, boy. Uh-huh. I didn't actually even talk about what happened on my day. Don't I don't even want to get into it now. Why bring it up? I just well, the reason I bring it up is because I got up super early and like I didn't drink any water throughout the day. I actually haven't had a fucking lick of coffee today. Wow. Yeah. Well, you you did now. Yeah. Yeah. Now. (laughs) Can you imagine going throughout your full day, a weekday without having a drip of coffee? No. No, I'd get a headache. Yeah, I'm fucking. Yeah, <laughs> I don't drink it as much as you do, but it makes me irritable because it's become not a thing that I need uh, physically. Uh-huh. It's a thing that I need mentally. It's part of my sure. process. I get up in the not the morning, <laughs> but I get up when I get up uh-huh. and I I have a, a cup of coffee 
and a big bottle, a big uh, glass of water. That's right. how I start my day. Mm-hmm. Whether I get, whether I eat breakfast or not, I always start my day with a big glass of water and some coffee. And I didn't do that because I had shit to do this morning, and it fucking threw the whole thing out of whack. Yeah. And now here I am drinking a gigantic bottle of water <laughs> and getting my only caffeine. From the Six Point Brewing Company, <laughs> the Barrel Aged Porter. It's the Barrel Aged Four Bean Porter. It's 11.2%. And Adam, what did you think about this brewski, my friend? Well, I thought I think that we need to do a Cheers of the Week, my friend. Oh, that's right. We do need clearly to Clearly, you didn't have enough coffee. coffee. Clearly. Clearly. I had a Cheers, too. Hold on. What are we going to do? We don't have any more beer. I mean, we might as well crack open some more. All do right. you want to do another? I mean, do you want to <laughs> grab something lighter, or do you want to do another? The barrel-aged is threatening me and my parents. It's 11.2%. <laughs> so maybe grab something lighter. Okay. I can do uh, that. You do that. I'll try to think about what my Cheers was. You oh, do. I remember it. I remember okay. it. All but right. we're good. We're good. I'm not going to cut this out. Just going to stretch a little bit. Stretch. I don't know. Do you guys remember that? Stretch. Stretch. It's from an episode of Hey Arnold in which uh, actually I think it might be the first episode. I think it might be the pilot episode of Hey Arnold where um, uh, Arnold and Gerald, right? Gerald. Arnold and Gerald. Yes. Perfect. Arnold and Gerald. They they get they get they're part of the play that Helga is putting on, right? And Arnold's dressed as a banana, and Gerald I think is dressed as a strawberry. Do you remember this? Yeah. And thank you. <clears throat> and uh, they're supposed to be part of the play, and instead, oh, they find a big thing of cash. I don't remember why or how, which is so funny that they're like somebody like robbed somebody and they find like a big <laughs> thing of cash or something. Hey Arnold is way darker than you remember. Arnold. And they go off and they they do their own thing. They they find themselves at like a jazz club and and Arnold's still wearing like the banana shoes of his of his uh costume with like this cool outfit. Whatever, whatever. Anyway, Helga put this puts this <laughs> looking at me like, "Why are we doing this?" Because I'm already here. That's why. Go off. I can't Kane. I can't eject. Uh-huh. That sounds on, like a personal problem. Helga's putting on this play, and while they're waiting for Arnold and Gerald to show up to sing their parts of the fruit play, she's telling Phoebe to stretch, and she's going, stretch, mm-hmm. yeah. stretch. And so anytime I need to do what we just did, that's what I think about. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers of the week. Cheers of the week. Mm. Cheers it up. Uh, I guess we should do a mini mini shout out to Tactical Brewing for their Fest beer, uh, which we had earlier after the podcast last week, and it's very tasty. That it is. Yeah, I should have worn my Lederhosen, mm. but I didn't. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll uh, wear it next week. We still got October. There's still sure. enough October left. I wear why, my Lederhosen. Why not? I'll bring it anyway. Okay. Any hooser. Your cheers of the week, My sir. cheers of the week is for a game called To the Moon. To the Moon, Alice. To the Moon. To the Moon. Um, It's a game I never heard of, but randomly saw on sale uh, on Steam, because I can do that nowadays. Fuck you. Yeah, I know. Uh, but it came out all the way in 2011. 
but I'd never heard of it. And it ended up being 100% my jam. Okay. Um, Talk it, about it. It is an old school style pixel kind of point and click adventure slash puzzle game. Okay. Where um, it, it's dramatically very um, spotless mind. Oh, okay. Um, so it's sort of like near future where you're working as these two doctors who are part of this company who can go into your brain in your like final stage of life, like on your deathbed, and implant memories that give you a happy ending to your life. Oh. You can request whatever you want. You can, you know, be a war hero. You can... You know, have a happy marriage, whatever, uh -huh. so that you can die at peace, right? Uh -huh. So the entire story is about you as these doctors going through this old man who's on his deathbed, going through his life to try to get him to the moon. Cool. And that's the entire story, basically. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's very old school style. It looks like it could be on like a SNES, maybe, or like early PlayStation. Um, it's written really really well it mm -hmm. surprised me how well it was written <coughs> only like a four-hour game um i beat it in five because i kind of like to search around for stuff of course you do um but uh yeah i don't want to give anything away but if you have a pc uh it, it will run on anything because it's obviously a really old game and you know not using too much uh hardware but i highly recommend it yeah Check it out. It has two sequels that came out. I don't know how good those are, but I also downloaded those two okay. once I beat the first one. Um, it made me ugly cry. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it really did. And very few video games can do that. But for some reason, this one just hit home. Hit yeah. home hard. Um, it's about life and death and relationships and... Uh, uh, mental illness and it covers a lot of ground that yeah. you don't expect and does so really really tactfully for a game that came out in 2011 yeah so any hooser check it out really good it is to the moon by freebird games uh i would just like to say for the record um didn't see to the moon on the ign list <sighs> i'm just saying yeah my I had this. I had a. Uh, I had a debate with my brother about this because he was like, "I don't really understand what your big issue was. Like, what's the problem with if a game is voted as the best? If 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 enough people vote on a game, doesn't popularity equal its greatness? Like, can't you just assume that all of those people are voting on that thing for that reason? That it's the best. That they love it the most. And my issue was no. And I'm not going to obviously have an, an entire hour's <laughs> Rehash worth of, that entire topic. But my entire issue last uh, week was there was no criteria for the list. Sure, yeah. And so how can you decide what's greatness if you have no criteria? I wouldn't have, a, I wouldn't have an issue with him bringing that up if his solution to it was to have a poll uh, or just an entry, like people just enter their favorite game of all time, yeah. then take that as a result and then make a top 100 or whatever. Yeah. And break it down from there. Yeah. If again, if the thing if the list was called like the most popular game of all time, 
or the most fan voted game of all time. I could I could do. But with even that. then, even then, the issue involved, and we're going over this again, is that they didn't specify how they came to those original right Sweet Sixteen. Right, it was too random. Right, and so. A game like this, or a game like uh, what was the one where the guy his his kid died of cancer and he made that whole game? Oh yeah, uh, something uh, that dragon, yeah, something, yeah, yeah, that dragon cancer or something like that. Wasn't that, that what it was? It some something that dragon, yeah, something like that. Again, uh, a game like that where it's like, okay, does that does that not belong on the list? That dragon cancer, yeah. yeah. So like, does that not belong on the list? Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway, whatever, it's over. It's over. It's good cheers. Makes me want to play the game. You should. Yeah. My choose of the week goes to whoever was involved in bringing Seinfeld to Netflix. You're here. Oh, damn it. Even without the pothole? That's fine. It's not fine. <laughs> it's upsetting that at tw- it's 2021 and Netflix is like, people want to see it like this. Mm-hmm. They don't care. About how it was originally presented, which right. is fucking insane. It's insane. It's insane. At least give the option. And well, I, I thought they would have learned this because the same thing happened with The Simpsons exactly. and Disney Plus. Exactly. The aspect ratio. If you don't know, they cut it. Talk about it. They chopped it so that it's in widescreen, modern widescreen yeah. aspect ratio. Yeah. Whereas obviously, especially the older shows were all shot in the four by three or whatever it was uh-huh. where it's, it's basically a square. Yeah. And to chop that out, it's like the movies that were panned and scanned. Yeah. Instead of just having the original aspect ratio, yeah. cause people freaked out because they saw black bars on their TV. Yeah. Like, like idiots. Uh, what is this? Oh, we You're didn't get the full idiot. movie. You're fucking, we moron. didn't get the full movie. So you got yes. a full screen uh, movie <laughs> instead of the widescreen full screen movies yeah, full screen can movie. burn in hell, burn in hell. I hate it. Talk about it. I hate it. It makes me so angry. <laughs> you, 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 you need the widescreen. You need the widescreen. Okay. And so here we are in 2021. We've got the show on Netflix and you've got uh, the aspect ratio all fucked up. Right. Be that as it may. Seinfeld is probably my favorite sitcom of all time. I've been waiting for it to finally rear its ugly head on a streaming service that I actually have. It's, yep. I think it was on Hulu for a bit. Mm-hmm. Now it's on Netflix starting October 1st. And so cheers with me and with everyone else who is a huge Seinfeld fan. I don't care how you feel about Jerry Seinfeld, the person. <laughs> He's he's shitty as he is yeah. in the show, uh, and the show is filled with shitty characters. I saw I saw this article, and it was on it was actually on Twitter too. But I read the article, and it was five reasons why Seinfeld might be hard to connect with the modern audience. Did you see this? No. One of the reasons the number one reasons what the number one reason was all of the characters are shitty people, and so that's going to be hard for people to connect with. And it's like. Oh, uh, yeah. That's the point of the show. Well, also, I mean, famously, Always Sunny is the same exact way. Same exact and way. It's and it's on, been going on for like, it's what, on, 16 it's seasons? It's on season 58 yeah. or something. <laughs> That's the whole point of the fucking show. Right. Is there shady? I mean, Larry David is famous for uh, no hugging, no learning. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. He said, I don't want anybody hugging, 
and I don't want anybody learning any lessons. Mm-hmm. All these characters are pieces of shit, and that's the whole point of the show. Is right. like these are the lowest of the low. They're gonna, they're no one's gonna learn a lesson. Everyone's gonna continue to do bad things to for, for their own interests, and that's what makes the show so great. It's like right. you're watching these four friends who are kind of not great people. No, they're very not bad good, people. and that's awesome. Yeah. And so uh, that was one of the reasons that people that that uh, I think it was variety or fucking entertainment. I don't know. We thought like this is going to be hard for people to like latch on to because like they don't have, you know, uh, uh, some a some, lovable character. Yeah, they don't have their, their lovable schmuck to fucking hang their hat on and say, oh, he's the moral compass of the show. There is yeah. no moral compass. No, I'm they're not, all insane. I'm not explaining Seinfeld to people. OK, what I'm saying is watch it or don't. I don't care. That's my cheers of the week. This was supposed to be a positive segment. Thank you. You're Marco. right. You're right. Thank you're right. You. <laughs> Watch Seinfeld because here's the thing. You 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 see all these people getting to, into these debates about the best sitcoms of all time, right? And you see Friends because Friends was uh, on streaming services for a while. And yep. you see The Office being the number one, uh-huh. the one that like makes me angry. But it is a great sitcom. Like mm. objectively, it's a, it is a funny show. Always, always sunny. Mm-hmm. Parks and Rec, and I guess Big Bang Theory. You have to dig into the past to get anything else, like Cheers or exactly Frasier. Exactly. Uh. So uh, Seinfeld is one of the first shows that it's on. It's on Netflix, and you can kind of start to understand. You can kind of start to get context for like. What's really a great... Oh, How I Met Your Mother is another one. Right, right. And you kind of get context for like where these shows pull all of these influences from. You can mm. say How I Met Your Mother is the best sitcom of all time, but can you really, if you've never watched Friends, How I Met Your Mother is basically Friends with a smattering of uh, Seinfeld. Yeah, and just like a really inconsequential, for the most part, like framing device. Yeah. Of the voiceover in the beginning, and right? I mean, they. I mean, they ripped that off of uh, Wonder Years. Wonder Years, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, can you really say a show like that is the best when their three major plot devices are just taken from better shows right. from before it? But that's your that's your taste. Sure. That's your prerogative. It's whatever you like. Exactly. But it is nice to know where these things came from. So, indeed, that's that's that. That's how I feel. All right. All right. All right. Let's get the freak out of here. But before we can get out of here, we have to review this beer. So, Adam, please tell the people how you felt about the Barrel Aids Four Bean Porter from the Six Point Brewery. That's a beanie baby, baby. That's a beanie baby, baby. Um, I really enjoyed it. I'm a big coffee head, as explained earlier in this podcast. Uh huh. Um, I will say. This is one of those that goes a little too heavy on the alcohol. Okay. Uh, I don't mean that specifically, you know, like how it makes you feel. I mean specifically how it it lands on the tongue. Right. Because that baby kicks like a mule. That baby kicks like a mule. Um, So that being said, I'm going to have to give it a four and a half. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it. It has good coffee flavor. Uh, I'm not sure I got the full plethora of things they describe within there. All the vanilla and blah, 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 blah. Uh, But it was a pleasant coffee flavor. Yeah. Just it felt like an Irish coffee. Mm. 
Not a bad thing, but not really what I'm looking for as far as a drinkable beer. So four and a half for me. I can dig it. I'm I'm actually going to give it a four. Okay. Uh, for pretty much the same reasons, I will also say that I thought it was a little too hoppy for being a porter and, and being basically an imperial porter. I thought it was a little too like bitter and a little too hoppy hmm. for what it is. And yeah, I think that the flavor notes are a little muddied. I don't think that they achieve that uh, as well as Six Point has done in the past. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, the alcohol taste actually doesn't bother me that much. I didn't really, I don't know. I, I got it, obviously, but I wasn't taken aback by it. I guess because I was anticipating it being sure. 11.2%, I was right. like, well, here we go. And so I kind of like had that in my mind. Fair. It was the other things where it was like the, those notes really didn't come through. It's just kind of like a muddied coffee flavor. And uh, like I said, a little too hoppy for me for a porter. Okay, I didn't like. So, gotcha. uh, not to say that it wasn't great or, or it was it wasn't bad. It wasn't great, and that's why it gets a four out of six. All right, right? It was good. good. It was good. Yeah, good. Good and a half for me. Good and a good and a half. Good. Good and a half. Good. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. This has been the One Beer In Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, and for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, you know. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. <laughs>